These sensitive motherfuckers are surprised that I'm here. I was surprised when I found out that you had hymens in your ears. What time is it? Time for you to disappear. Because if you decide to stick around and interfere, I'll have to get rid of you. Dr. Drew says, farts don't push out the shit. Well then what's a shart? <laughs> Are you there, God? It's us, you boys. What up? It's your boys coming down heaven sent. You know you wanted us and you know you needed us. So we're back again. Today, we've got some headlines for you. Just like the usual, you know, some strange ass shit that this dude over here has found on the internet. And we're going to talk and discuss all about it. So what you got for us? This one is from NPR. A cousin of a prominent Black Lives Matter founder died after being tased by police. Was he black? He was black. Oh, okay. If he wasn't black, then what's the point? Well, hard-leaning media. Yeah, that, that would... Yeah, anyways. <laughs> this guy was related to a Black Lives Matter guy. He got killed by a cop. Oh well, my god, it's so bad. Yeah, but he was white. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Keenan Anderson, a 31-year-old high school teacher and father, was... <laughs> you said Keenan, my first thought, oh, he's definitely black. You said 31-year-old high school. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's a... <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not, a, not a high schooler, a yeah. high school teacher yeah. and father was trying to get help after a traffic collision when he trashed, or when he ch hang on, after a traffic collision when he was chased, held down by multiple officers and tased for over 90 seconds as he begged for help. Yeah. Now, um, what happened is he got in an accident and I'm pretty sure it was a bad accident. And um, he was running through the street, like exhibiting like erratic behavior. As he was drunk or something. Yeah, and um, he was like, he, I think he was in shock still from the car accident. Yeah, and he let them know like he needed help, and um, essentially he had committed a felony hit and run. I think is what they were trying to say because he ran away from the accident. But they're also saying he ran to get help, and uh, he initially like. N like kneeled and put his hands up shouting I didn't mean to I'm sorry so he was like freaking out yeah you know what I mean and um then I think he like um uh he started he started standing up and asking for water and st started saying you're putting a thing on me like thinking I, I don't know if they were trying to accuse him of something immediately or what but um he start. I think he he start. He started running away into an intersection. Yeah. So they fucking held him down and started tasing him because he started freaking out. And it's like, I understand you may not be guilty of anything, but if you are, uh, or if you're not, please just remain calm and explain things calmly. I understand when you're in shock. Yeah. Things can be difficult, but the police chase down people all day. Who act yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, literally when it comes to this, like, obviously people are going to be upset because I'm going to say this because it's dealing with a black person. Obviously it's different. Yeah. But in my mind, people are always like, oh, black people are so, like, hated on by police and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you hear a lot of stories about black guys getting killed by police. But from my perspective, I get pulled over by a cop. This cop thinks I got 20 pounds of fucking heroin on me and I just killed three people. Yeah. Like, they, they don't treat me nice either and I'm as white as it gets. Yeah. And if you immediately run... Like, I've never, like, if a person comes in my house and then they come to the inner workings of my house, we're all hanging up, and then they run outside, 
I immediately think that person did something in my house. Yeah. It's just like, please do not play the role of the guilty party. I understand you're scared and in shock and their whole lives. They're made to believe that like, don't trust the police. Yeah. You get in a situation, your senses are very heightened. And then you're like, I don't know who to trust because I'm fucking my whole life, you know, whatever, whatever. But also these guys are trained to chase people that run. That's their whole job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then you start freaking out and when you start running and then get caught, like you, you try to explain yourself or you try to struggle either way. If you make it difficult for the police officer, they can say you're resisting arrest. They can say you're doing anything and to get tased for 90 minutes. That's a long time for electricity to be coursing through your body. So, I mean, I I feel for the guy. I, I think they actually, whenever they did a toxicology report, they said he had coke. He's a high school teacher. Yeah, they say um, he had cocaine and cannabis in his system, which is OK. I'm going to say right now, that's just a fucking cover up excuse, because one, if it was bad, they would have just said cocaine. But saying cannabis now, why are you going to throw cannabis into the mix? Like, you, that's not something like if if you like say if I murdered somebody right now mm-hmm. and they arrested me and drug tested me and all I had in my system was weed. They're not going to be like, yeah, this guy murdered him. He was smoking weed. They're just going to be like, yeah, he murdered him. They're not going to bring up the weed at all. If I like cocaine and weed, they'd be like, yeah, he had cocaine in the system. They're not going to say, oh, he was smoking weed. They're not going to be like, yeah, they know weed doesn't. Well, in certain states, cannabis. Cannibalism. Yeah, it's still a a Schedule 1 drug. Yeah, isn't it here? Uh, I don't know. Denton's decriminalized. I I think uh, federally, I think it is, which means like, like on paper, they, it's like the same as cocaine. Yeah. Which is like fucking crazy. Yeah. But uh, like like he might like he could have recently done some, and then when you go into shock after you do some, probably freak out. Yeah. And you're if you start getting tased for ninety minutes or for not for a minute and a half. Yeah. Like you're probably gonna go into cardiac arrest if you just did a lot of coke. Yeah. Not to say that he didn't just do some. It could have been in his system from a couple of days prior. Yeah. But uh, it only stays in your system for a short amount of time. Yeah. So it is recently, nonetheless. Yeah. So uh, I was just like, man, that does not look good. But also, please don't run from the police if you didn't immediately do an imprisonable offense. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, for fuck's sake, when I got arrested for uh, what I did, Uh I uh, literally got out of the truck when the police were there. I just put my I put the item that I stole. We're not going to say what it was Mm -hmm. on the truck. And then. I put my hands up, put them behind my head, turned around, and stood still. They came over, calmly took my hands, put them behind my back, put handcuffs on me, and sat me in the car. Like, I didn't take off. If I took off running, I would have been chased down, probably tased if I kept moving after they caught me. If I run from the police and they're in tase shot of me, they're going to tase me. All right, this next one is from NPR. And it says, a USC office removes field from its curriculum, citing possible racist connotations now let me explain what they're mean what what they're saying is you know how a police officer or a detective or um or someone who's strong in their field it's like it's like it's just a thing you say yeah like i've been working in the field i instead of having a desk job you work out in the field yeah they're saying that has racist connotations Yes. How? I don't know. There's been pe- there's been people farming for years. Those people work in the field. They're not always slaves. This uh, even students at this university are saying this is a stretch. Yeah. Like what are you doing? They definitely want like some type of 
publicity or something, but if I, you could work in any job and be like, I've been working in the field of delivering this. I've been working in the field of law or whatever yeah. for my, for years now. Yeah. And it's like, that's not, I don't understand the connotation by saying field. They, they're refer, they, they've said like they're referring to slavery. And the, the thing is the article, no one had a, no one had a good defense of like the origin of the word field. So there's no way to trace it back to slavery. Like yeah. people have been saying field forever. Yeah. And it makes no fucking sense that these people are reaching like this. They, what? they want an excuse to have something to fucking complain about, I guess. I don't know. Like you're just going to change our whole dialogue that's been here forever because you're like, I don't like the fact that when I'm out here doing my job, you're saying I'm working in the field. It's like for one, that makes like, I, I don't, I, I don't understand. Like, that's not, we're not, we, we're not like, like every race works in the field of their profession. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. We're not like subjugating one race and being like, they're working in the field. That's not what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's such a stretch, dude. And I, I just found that to be so up its own ass. That's fucking stupid. It's the stupidest shit. Yeah, it's so dumb. Make sure my phone is turned all the way down in case any dope heads try to hit me. Because mm. I sell that dope to everybody. What would you do if one day I just, like, came over and I was like, hey, look at this, and pulled out, like, 10 grand, and you were like, how'd you get that? And I was like, oh, I've been selling dope, dude. I'd be like, I'd like to make an investment. <laughs> Establishment. Yeah. I don't know, man. What's dope head you paying for? <laughs> now my phone doesn't work. Fucking great. Fucking great. You damn ingrates. Let's see if my other one does. I got two phones, one for the job and one for the wife. One for the cunt and one for the butt. I got two phones for the race. You'll like this one. How how goblin mode became Oxford's word of the year. What? Goblin mode? Yes. Now, you're, you're full goblin mode. It's a mindless binge-watching... This is from NPR 2. It's a mindlessly binge-watching television without worrying about the time. It's eating snacks in bed without a care about leftover crumbs. And it's wearing the same pair of pajamas all week while working from home. Welcome to Goblin Mode. Who wears the same pair of pajamas? Fuck you. There's no hole in these pajamas. I've At, at least for three days you've worn the same pair of pajamas before. <laughs> I wear the same pajamas for like two weeks. Your, your pajamas are like a fucking first grader's underwear. You're fucking doing inside out, turned around. <laughs> Except for I'm not working from home. I'm just at home. Yeah. The slang term is defined as a type of behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent, self lazy, slovenly or greedy, typically in a way that rejects the social norms or expectations. Essentially, your life. Yeah. I'm a goblin. Yeah, you're a straight goblin. Hey, you ever heard of mind goblin? What's mind goblin? Mind goblin these nuts. Holy shit. <laughs> I gotta save that one. It's a RuneScape joke. Is it? Yeah. Do pe people have hit you with that on RuneScape before? Uh, like streamers and shit. Oh, man. People are like, mind goblin? I've never killed one of those, and I've been playing this game for years. Yeah. Mind goblin these nuts. <laughs> That's awesome. So I just thought of something. Mm -hmm. This is going to seem a little racist to say this. I don't understand racism like i think that is stupid like to just hate black people hate asian people but something that i kind of understand 
is the same thing, mm-hmm. but it's being racist towards a culture. Because, mm-hmm. like, you could say, I hate black people. You can't say that. That's fucked up. Don't say that. Yeah. But. You can't. When you're saying that you hate their race, you just hate every black person, that's fucked up. But if you're like, you're I gener- just hate the way that black culture is, that's not that, That's not really that fucked up. Like, you don't hate the people, you just don't like their culture. Like, no one likes North Korea. Everyone hates their culture because it's like fucking dictatorship and all that. Or well, communism they, or whatever. Okay, so the dic- so you're now, see, there's the problem. By saying culture... It is fucked up. It's it's just as fucked up as saying you don't like everyone in the race. That's generalizing everyone in the race. What you see in your head, you're not you're not fucked up. You just don't understand what you're saying. In your head, you have a spe- stop. <laughs> in your head, you have a specific i like a specific thing about their culture you don't like. It could even be a few multiple things, but that's not their entire culture. Their culture goes back. Hun- like hundreds of years. Yeah. Right. We just we just don't know all of it. Yeah. The but same it's different from ours. Yeah. The same thing with Korea. Yeah. They've had horrible dictatorships for generations and generations. We don't like that aspect of it, but that is a ruling. That is a ruling class thing we don't like about their country. Right. When it comes to their culture, they have culturalized food. They have culturalized art. They have other things that we could go look at and, and we'd not be like, like, for one, yeah, we could not like it, but I, but. It like you can't put your love of ramen into this discussion. Yes, because culture culture is a is a gathering of an entire lifestyle of a people. Yes, but I think it makes more sense. I'm not saying it's it's a good thing. I'm just saying I think it makes more sense to hate a culture than a race. I think you can hate parts of the culture, but hating an entire culture is generalizing an entire culture. Yes, like I'm you, saying you don't hate rap music. You love rap music. That is part of the black culture. You say that there's some shitty rap music. You say that, okay. But rap culture is not black people music. Now, rap is like like R and B. You could say is more black culture than rap. Rap, ever since it's been around, white people have been doing it too. They're just not good at it. For one, Eminem's like the best at it. Well, and yeah, he's a dictionary. Okay, so what I'm saying is, see, now this is another this is another te- teachable moment. Blues created jazz. Jazz created rap. That's all stems from black culture. That was all. That all started back from pe- from like chain gang singing a long time ago. White people started doing chain gang first. There's n- you were out of your fucking minds. No, they did not. You don't think white people were? You ever a- seen Grease? For one, that's not. <laughs> I'm not. That's I'm not, not trying to discuss this with you. I'm simply saying it makes more sense to hate on a culture than a race. Like. I can't sit here and say, like, if there's, like, an Asian-American who's American their whole life, but they look like an Asian, I'm not going to hate them, you know? I'm not going to yes. be like, oh, I hate Asians. But now, if this person lived in Asia and sat on their fucking legs, like, on their knees all the time, I might not like their culture because they do that. I'm not saying I hate the fact that he's Asian. There could be white people no, that live in but, a, Japan their whole lives and do something with that culture, and I'm not going to like that culture. But here's the thing. You love ramen, Chinese food. All, All made by America. Things. No, incorrect. Not incorrect. You incorrect. literally said it yourself. Ninety percent of our food is made in America. No, yeah, the food we grow and stuff here, the the way it's prep prepared is their culture of style, their cult, their culinary style, which comes from their culture. We don't grow all the food and send it out to everyone. And- You're acting like I'm saying I hate these cultures. I'm not. I don't hate any culture. I'm simply saying it makes, it makes more, more sense. sense to hate a culture than a race. Okay, now let me explain. Okay, now let me give you an analogy. 
That's like me saying, because a culture is like a coalition of all these things that, that were created in their society by these specific people, right? Now, that's like me saying, I don't hate you because I think it's fucked up to say I hate you. I just hate every thought you've ever had and everything you've ever done or created. You see what I'm saying? That's culture. Yeah, makes more sense. Shut the fuck up. It makes sense. I know, but that's that's essentially like part of them. Like that's an intuitive thing. Like I understand. Well, okay. That's like saying I'm perfectly fine with anybody but Christians. That's a culture. Like I don't like Christians because Christians they believe is, in a God. I don't like that. Some people would call it a culture. I call it a, a cult. religion. A, a cult. cult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is short for culture, I yeah. guess. But yeah, I'm just saying. Like it makes more sense to hate on a culture than a race. Um, because multiple races could live with one culture. That's true. That's true. You have okay. So it now what now what I'm hearing what you're saying makes sense. There could be multiple races here that have the Americanized culture, and you're like, I love the way we all do things here. Yeah, I love everyone here. And then I moved to China, and I'm like, I hate this culture. And yeah, and I just hate it here. I don't like the way things are done. You know that. Uh, so I want to go back to America. In culture. in other countries, they think slurping is like super like polite. Like, it's a compliment. And I'm like, please start fucking, stop fucking slurping your food in my ear. Yeah. So I, under, I understand what you mean. There, there are probably huge parts of culture that you could not like, but you wouldn't have a problem with the person if they grew up somewhere else and they did all the same stuff you did. I wouldn't have a problem if they did different mm -hmm. things. I just wouldn't like their culture. I'd be like, yeah, that's, I don't like how you do that. Like, I mean, I don't care if you do it. I just don't like how you do it. It's not, it's not, that's better than saying, yeah, I like you. I just don't like that you're black. That's fucked up. Well, but if you say, I like you, I just don't like that you pray. That's that's not that fucked up. Yeah, well, I, I I understand. That's hating something you do over hating something you are. Okay. Take a Christian church and a Jewish church. Yeah. Okay? You take a Christian, they go to that Jewish church, they're not going to like the Jewish church because it's not a Christian church. You take the Jewish church, take a Jewish person, put them in a Christian church, they're not going to like the Christian church I get what because you're it's saying. not a Jewish church. Okay. I've muddied the waters by breaking this down. I don't care if the Jew is black down. or white. The race has nothing to do with it. Take race out of the equation completely. Okay, well, I understand that... I'm fucking up your topics, but... I, it's okay. I understand that this is a cultural sense of engagement, but those are also completely different belief systems. You can't take one person who's like, Jesus is the Messiah, and then take them to another person's church when they're like, Jesus was a good guy, but he wasn't the Messiah, because that's not... They don't believe that. It's totally different. Exactly. Different culture. Yeah. No, I, I get... Okay, so, yeah, I get what you're saying. And... It makes sense. I, it, it makes sense whenever... Because this, this, this leaves room for nuance. Because like we said, other races can be Americanized or um, Africanized or wherever you live, whatever culture you're used to, Another ra if another race comes there and start doing their own cultural stuff and you could be annoyed by that. But if a person's lived there their whole life or... Uh, just learns your learns your culture and does things that way to be polite. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, we all. It's like it's it's not annoying. If 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 people decide to get annoyed by that, uh, some things people consider rude, and you have to explain yourself yeah. if you come from a different culture. Yeah, we really dove in there. Well, because you didn't understand what I was saying. You know, because your my mind, mind is too closed. My mind. Don't start with that <laughs> shit. Don't start with that You're shit. You're too closed-minded. Okay. Well, for a minute, I muddied the waters by by trying to compare two things that were similar, but also majoritively different because of that might not even be a, a cultural aspect, but I feel like somewhere it is. 
Yeah, I always win debates. I'm the smarter person. Get the of fuck out of I'm here. I'm way smarter than you. There is no way. You know what? You only articulated that well after I created like four analogies. No. For you to dance around. No, I had to keep explain, breaking it down for your small mind to understand. And eventually you kept going, oh yeah, you know what? That makes sense. Let me say this. And I'd be like, okay, but this. And you'd be like, now I'm starting to get it. Get the fuck out That's of what here. just fucking happened. All the viewers know it. They're going to be like, man... That rug guy's dumb. This one's from AP News. <laughs> <laughs> Indian, okay. Oh, it, bringing race back. It into says it. it says Indian, but it doesn't say an Indian man. It just says Indian, which is kind of it's kind of hard, a little bit hard on the on the race factor. Anyways, Indian held for unruly behavior with woman on an airline flight. Now, um, Indian police have arrested an unruly passenger for following. A complaint by a woman aboard an Air India flight from New York. Okay. That he urinated on her in business class. Okay. Oh well. Okay. That. Okay. I was saying okay because when you said Indian, I'm from Texas. When I think Indians, I think Oklahoma. Yeah. No. Those are those are Native Americans. Those yeah. are Natives. Yeah. But. Indian. Yeah. That's. And you know we were taught that up until like you know fucking middle school. High school. High, well, you know, a, a, it, 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 it was even in history books. Do you remember? And I was just like, okay, they fucking took this way too far. Do you remember the time period in life where, like, we were learning everything a certain way, and then one day, like, society changed, and they were just like, we have to start teaching shit differently? We went to school one day, and they were just like, so here's how we're going to start teaching shit. Yeah, it, well, it, it got super PC super yeah. fast. Um, and I think social media had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Because everyone was like, we're going to cause problems for these people. Yeah. Um... Now, this guy, uh, apparently he got way too drunk on a flight and just started pissing on this lady in front of him or next to him or somewhere. And then uh, he got arrested, taken off. I guess they landed the flight wherever. And he, I think he even said, I can't believe I did that. Like, yeah. he, he, just, he just got too fucked up and made a mistake. And it's like, for one, if I get super fucked up, my first instinct, he must have been blackout drunk. Yeah. Because my first instinct isn't, Piss on the closest person to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Like, I can remember a time or two where I've been somewhere in public and I've been, like, super drunk and I've got to piss and I've just looked at someone and been like, it'd be so funny if I just went and pissed on their leg. That would be funny. Yeah. But also, I feel like four people would start attacking me. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Every time I think of drunk pissing, the first thing I see is... uh. Wayne's ex kicking over the drunk guy pissing in the garbage, oh, and then from, Wayne just beating the shit out of him. Yeah, letter, letter Kenny fucking him beating the shit out of them. Yeah. Now, the reason people called Native Americans Indians for so long is because, and this was hundreds of years ago, Christopher Columbus came over, and he, he didn't know the Americas were here. He thought he went around the world and landed on the Indies, so he started calling them Indians. Yeah. But really, um, he was in America, and because they were also tan... He was just like couldn't tell the fucking difference. Yeah. Because he was in such a different from such a different world. Yeah. Yeah. And that stuck around forever. You know what's odd? Why aren't there more Native American? Because of genocide. Well, yeah. it's not even genocide. Let me. T I mean, essentially, it's it started out as genocide, but um, we we had a huge um. It's because they decided to stay away from us. No, 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 no. They would they would come in. They they would come in and try to keep us out, and uh, they were fucking us up at first because they could shoot five or six arrows, 
in like a, every, like every second, arrow, and they would hold them between their fingertips. Yeah, they shoot like five arrows in five seconds. And a dude had created the revolver before. They just had muskets, right? So they were they were dog shit. They weren't yeah. doing good. Muskets and shotguns probably. And uh, a dude had invented the revolver, but they had no use for them because they had long range weapons, and they would line a, like a line of like twenty dudes up, shoot. Those dudes would reload, and more dudes would keep coming, and they would keep lining up, and they were like, this is the most strategic way to do it. Yeah. But because we were colonizing, we didn't have armies of dudes. We were still sending settlers out here to make money to fund the Americas, Yeah. Uh, to fund the colonies. And so they started ordering these six-shot uh, revolver pistols. They might, they, I don't know, I'm not sure if they were full six shots. Might not have been full six shots at the time. Anyways. I think they were four shots first. Maybe. They started riding on horseback and shooting these revolvers, so now they could keep up. Yeah. Now, now they could keep up, and and they would fuck people up. Yeah. And a lot of Native Americans were so good at fucking shooting arrows off horses that they would hang under the horse's neck and like this, so they'd be protected. The horse would get hit instead of them. Yeah. It was badass. It was crazy. I so wish I had the ability. It's like one. I wish I was immortal before I could do this. But uh, like, just go back to different time periods and like oh, live yeah. throughout them and experience it. But, like, I think, I don't know if I'd want to, like, live it and experience it or if I would just want to, like, observe. I think I would observe first and, like, choose wisely. Because if something goes wrong with you medically back in time... Well, that's what I'm saying, be immortal first. Yeah. This one is... I'm immortal, but I can't tell anybody. Oh, no. That explains why you have such bad habits. Well, I've been around for, like, 200 years already. You know how hard it was to slip into this family? I had to kill their son. Dude was a dopehead. Now I gotta tell everybody I'm a dopehead. (laughs) That explains why y'all look different. Yeah. This one's from AP News. South Korea lifts ban on imported sex dolls. Seoul, South Korea. Seoul? Uh, Seoul? AP Seoul. I, I, I don't know. South S-E-O-U-L Korea. S-E-O-U-L or whatever? Yeah. Is that how you say it? S-E-O-U-L. I think it's Seoul. It might be Seoul. South Korea has formally lifted a ban on the import of full-body sex dolls, ending years of debate over how much the government can interfere with private life. Although there are no laws or regulations banning the import of sex dolls, hundreds and perhaps thousands have been seized by the customs, which cited a clause in the law that bans the import of goods that harm the country's beautiful traditions and public morale. So basically what they're saying is, we don't want, pe- we, we don't want everyone to have fuck dolls everywhere because we think it'll make our country look bad and we want to stay traditional. Mm-hmm. But they're, they were holding like upwards of thousands of sex dolls, supposedly, which means people pay good. You know, sex, these new sex dolls are expensive. People are paying a lot of money for these sex dolls and they're not getting them. Yeah. And so I'm sure it caused a huge outrage. And it, it, I, it, I think they had to take it to like probably a court or Supreme Court or something up there. Until they finally gave up. Too much trouble. Cousin Eddie display in Kentucky is from AP News. Cousin Eddie display in Kentucky What's leads Cousin to. Eddie? Uh, I think it's a dude from. Um, it's a guy from. It's a guy from a movie. You, it's a. It's a dude. It's a Christmas movie. Son of a bitch. It's a Christmas movie. It's an old Christmas movie. Yeah, it looks familiar. Yeah, and basically, they they put a mannequin in a fucking like aviator hat and a robe. And had him like watering the lawn or whatever, and then uh, someone supposedly called the police and said, "Hey, there's some naked guy out here in a robe, and the robe, and you know we can, you know we can kind of see his junk or whatever. He's out here working the front lawn." 
And this is obviously standing still a mannequin with a, a it has a beer in its hand and stuff or whatever. Yeah. And um, I'm like, no, no one gave a fuck about this lady's decoration. And she called the police herself or had someone call. Yeah. <laughs> because look at this thing. No one's calling the police on a mannequin in a robe. Mm-hmm. The robe is tied tight. Like there's there's nothing. There's nothing. That lady wanted some attention. The mannequin has no junk. Yeah, and I may, you know, you know, you know, hypothetically, that's what I think happened. Yeah, not a hundred percent for legal reasons. <laughs> in my professional opinion. Yeah, she knew she didn't have one NPR. AP News. AP News. Probably NPR too. I don't. Know. But yeah, I was like, get the fuck out of here. German police seek help in solving bull sperm heist. Is an AP. <laughs> This is AP News. This is not the first time I've heard about somebody's like animal sperm getting stolen. Remember we talked about it on like one of the first podcasts. Really? Horse sperm was getting stolen. It's expensive. And we talked about it for like like 30 minutes about how it's crazy like somebody was going and just jacking these horses off or something. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. It's crazy expensive. Yeah. To get like purebred horse sperm. Yeah. And the only okay, so you steal it the only way because this sperm has papers yeah. to tell the lineage where it comes from. Yeah. They would have to steal the sperm, go sell it to someone, and then they would have to get like a DNA test or something on the horse's lineage to be able to sell the horse for that same high amount. I had to fart, dude. I know. And so anyways, either someone's racking up a shit ton of horse cum money, yeah, or someone knows how to have a real good time with a bunch of horse cum. <laughs> it's a rainy cum from a horse. This one's from Sky News. California man avoids jail after stabbing nursery's pet tortoise in a drunken attack. What? A tortoise, a 70-year-old African sulcata named Michelangelo, was found bleeding after being stabbed with six-inch shards from a wooden garden gate post. A rake handle had been shoved between the animal's head and leg and shattered glass put on its back. So, this guy got super wasted. And, um, apparently, I don't know if he thought tortoises were evil or something. Yeah. But he tried to murder this fucking 70-year-old tortoise. Wow. Yeah. And I was just like, what did, what could have possibly happened? Yeah. Where you were like, this thing needs to die. (laughs) It's an ancient, it's a dinosaur. Yeah. Like, yo. This one's from Sky News. New York City seeks somewhat bloodthirsty rat Cesar, Cesar, or whatever, to tackle rodent problem. Now, these people are offering, uh, I think the mayor is offering, like, um, $120,000 to $170,000 to someone to, like, fix this rat problem. And he said, I would like you to be a fucking, you know, someone who's bloodthirsty and not opposed to wholesale slaughter. Like, I want you to come in and start... Mer- genociding rats yeah. in New York City yeah. because this shit is out of control. I saw a New York City rat, a video of one, and there was a dead rat on the ground, and then uh, you see it get like, like yanked under a dumpster, right? And I was like, "What just grabbed that rat?" And then a rat, like twenty times the size, stuck its head out and like looked around, and this thing, the rat's head, was like both of my fists put together. Holy shit. Like fucking dog-sized. Wow. And it just scooped up a dead rat to eat it. Wow. I'm talking about these things could kill a person, no problem. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Don't those things carry the plague? 
Uh, I believe that it was believed they could carry the plague, if and they for sure can carry tons of diseases. Yeah. So all you have to do is be hanging out in your apartment or whatever, and then fucking one rat comes in and fucking bites you. And, you know, out of millions and millions of rats, it's highly possible. Yeah. And it's it's ridiculous. Medical group's holiday text message turns into the stuff of nightmares. Thousands of patients at a British medical clinic received some horrific news just before Christmas when they were told via text message that they had aggressive lung cancer. What? Now... Aggressive lung cancer. Yes. Now, it was supposed to say, have a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah. And thousands of people immediately were like, I guess I have aggressive lung cancer. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah. And so uh, people started showing up at the hospital. The phone was ringing off the hook. Yeah. It's just like, holy shit. And I'm sure everyone who smokes, which is probably still quite a few people, yeah. was like calling and like <coughs> hyperventilating. Yeah. Like someone could have fucking had a heart attack fucking thinking about that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is from the Huff Post. Menacing wild turkeys led by Kevin are taking a New England city for themselves. They don't let you out of your house. One of the one of the residents of Woburn, Massachusetts told the Guardian. Now, there are these fucking um out front of this lady's house and around the neighborhood. There are these fucking wild turkeys. Yeah. And they're fucking aggressive. Yeah. And the most angry one, she's named Kevin. <laughs> and she said she will fucking look out the door and he will just be hanging out on her porch like, when you coming outside, bitch? Yeah. And she said if they'll fucking chase her to the car and they'll when she gets in the car, they'll fucking attack the car oh and try to, like, God. pop the tires. Yeah. Dude, when I tell you I'd be decapitating turkeys left and right. Oh, yeah. I'd go out there with a machete. I'd murder them. Be like, are these protected by the state? Because if not, they got a fucking problem. All right, guys. Well, that's it for the podcast. Uh, I guess we'll catch you guys later. My family came home, so there's a lot of background noise and stuff. So we got to, we got to, I mean, we're done with the headlines. So, you know, going to go ahead and cut the rest of it short. Um, Expect to see a lot more views popping up with you guys. Because I am finally going to do something for the podcast besides talk my ass off. I'm taking over promotion and advertising. So we're going to get somewhere with this now. Yeah. Chris is uh, going to be the leader of our PR campaign because uh, I am horrible at public relations. So. And I am very good at it. <laughs> yeah. So, until next time. We're interesting! A million dollars in my face is just an okay view to me. They say money talks and if so then I speak it fluently. I'm not worried about these hoes and the scrutiny. I'm worried about the window of opportunity. Weak-minded strength.